Hey. Hey. Hey, you! Casey? Dylan! Dylan! Tony! Jackie, what day is it? Uh, December 22nd. It's December the 22nd? Oh, thank God, we still have time. You guys, I come to you from a distant future. Uh It's too late for me. It's too late for me and mine where I come from, but there's still time for you guys. We can do it. What do we have to do? We have to save Hanukkah. On the magic bean, at an undisclosed winter time, snow is drifting lovely through the sky in really obscure patterns that no one's ever seen before. Uh. Old man Jack Frost is nipping at passersby's nose until he gets a court order about it, but in the meantime, <laughs> he's drawing little frost flowers on the windows of the magic bean. Inside, cozy and warm, sit Rowan, Fiona. And Solomon, all cozy, all ready, perhaps for a warm winter's nap. Bicker, Cornflower, the other pixies of the wee free men, going about their Christmas chores in tiny, tailor-made Christmas elf outfits, one presumes. Diane, local raccoon, and local raconteur, if I'm using that correctly, no one correct me. Um... (laughs) Baking Christmas cookies to delight everyone. Fiona, what is the Magic Bean's signature holiday beverage? Uh, okay, I got this. It is, uh... No, I'm not gonna... No, uh, why would I do that to someone? Why would I make fruitcake coffee? That just... Three, two, one, cannon. Fruit coffee. No! Wait, fruit coffee cake. Wait, there's something. It's confusing and difficult to order. Yes. Which sounds but like if, magic beans. Yeah, but if you get one, it's amazing. The place is strong, one presumes, with multicultural holiday decorations, banners, and and Kwanzaa uh, pinball machines. <laughs> um, and you're getting ready to shut the place down for the night. It's been a slow, quiet night here, the night before Hanukkah at Magic Beans, when suddenly... From the door, there comes a gentle rapping. It's a bird. Everybody get down. It's a bird? Yeah. Rapping at our chamber door. Yeah, yeah. Still soft, but a little more insistent. We're closed. Holy shit. Okay, I open the door. What? Standing before you. Shrouded in darkness, like a giant yet very festive bat, stands one Johnny Vampire. Of course we do. Johnny! Uh, hello, my favorite heroes of Landportlandia, Miss Fiona. May I please be invited into your land, to your magic bean? We don't want any. I don't, I'm not selling anything. <laughs> He's not going to be able to come in unless you invite him in. I know. <laughs> come on in, weirdo. Okay, before I come in, thank you. Before I come in, I have to I have to tell you 
I am not here as a private individual who is a fan of all three of you. I, Jonathan J. Vampire Esquire, am here as an emissary and representative of my court. You're a lawyer? Which Which court court is that? The basketball court? Is there a league in in the accountancy world? I come to you now on this darkest and coldest nights as an emissary of the Landport Landian League of Jewish Draculas. <laughs> now, explain to me, like, in the grand scheme of, like, vampire courts, where do you guys sit? Oh, oh, we're Draculas. Uh-huh, Dracula so... Dracula is the name of a vampire, not... Tony, Tony, he's a Dracula. He doesn't have to know what kind of Dracula he is to know that he's a Dracula. <laughs> So, so, okay, so do you drink blood? Uh, are you all about you, sex? What do you, you're, no, you're about numbers. Are you a math vampire? A math okay, vampire? take what we can get, big boy, and if you think you can't mix blood numbers and sex, you haven't been to the right kind of tax parties. Oh, god but, but, damn what it. What do you feed? <laughs> Mostly <laughs> audits. <laughs> so you're a math pyre. So, All right. so I, I don't think blood is kosher, so I don't think you Actually, could be... Well, believe it or not, Rowan, that's one of the reasons I'm here tonight. That's one of the reasons I need your help. Miss Fiona, knowing what you now know, that I, Jonathan J. Vampire Esquire, am here as a representative of the Landport Landish League of Jewish Vampire Dracula Men. May I please enter? You're a lawyer? Well, yes. What does... I... I'm a blood-sucking parasite, aren't I? Ah, all right, come in. All right. So um, what exactly does the uh, parabolic court need? (laughs) Um, Johnny Vampire very graciously um, just sort of swoops in and brings a certain uh, comfy darkness with him that, while slightly, slightly threatening, still feels as though it'll get you the largest possible return for your taxes. Great. Um, He enters... And he says, thank you all for seeing me. I'm just going to jump in here. My people, the Jewish vampires, are facing a crisis. First, a short history. There have always been Jewish Draculas. Uh, Judaism and blood have... You you just said Jewish vampires before you said Jewish Draculas. Yes, a Jewish vampire is a vampire who is Jewish. A Jewish Dracula is one of our people, one of our tribe. Okay. There have always been Jewish Draculas, because Judaism and blood have a very complex relationship. Back in the far beginning days, and Johnny Vampire begins to weave a subtle glamour that looks a lot like a flashback sequence. (laughs) Back to a man named Abraham casting idols down from an altar on a hilltop. What's up, Dylan? This might be offensive, Johnny Vampire, considering that you're Jewish. But I want to ask you a question about Catholic vampires. And I hope that you have an answer. So, uh, first of all, if, if a Catholic vampire takes communion. Yes. Uh, they are consuming the holy blood of Christ. Uh, or, uh, and, and, and his, his body in, in the cracker. So, number one, does, does that holiness hurt the Catholic vampire? 
And number two, does the communion wine, which symbolizes the Lord Christ's blood, does that – is that, like, sustenance for – is that, like, if they had drank blood? Well, well, here's another question, though. Like, like with a Jewish vampire, the idea is assumed that they may not necessarily be religiously Jewish because Jewish is both a nationality and a religion. And yeah. an ethnicity. So so it's possible that Johnny Vampire is a Jewish Dracula, but not necessarily a practicing Jew because he is a vampire. Right. Does he go to does he go to Vampire Synagogue? I, I'm sure we'll get answers. Let's find out. I, I actually want to know these quest the answers to these questions about Catholic Jews. Well first of all, Solomon Catholic Jews. Yep, Catholic Jews, three two one canon. Catholic Mark. vampires. <laughs> Um, first of all, in the, case, really. in the case of Catholic vampires, it depends on the nature of the belief held by the by the vampire in question. According to the church's dogma, the act of taking communion activates transubstantiation, which literally transforms the host into the literal physical blood and flesh of the Christ. And if the vampire believes this to be true, there is some precedent for his force of will transforming that and acting as sustenance to his body. Whether or not it literally becomes blood or his body believes it is hard enough for it to work, we're not quite certain. But it does work. But, okay, but then by that same token, is that not, like, is is Holy Communion harmful to a vampire? Because it's holy. <laughs> But then the question is, then, can vampires be religious? Because if we're using this holy symbology, which I think every religion has, uh, then I don't think a vampire would be able to stand being inside of a church, synagogue, mosque, whatever. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The words sacred and holy both come from roots meaning separate. So really, holiness has different flavors depending on the source they come from. If a vampire is aligned with a particular source of holiness, then there's no negative frequency modulation. So a vampire is not necessarily inherently unholy. But if he aligns himself with the holiness of, say, Catholicism, then he can partake in their rituals without harm to himself. Which is how we get... Jewish vampire trying to save Hanukkah. Got it. Exactly, which leads me back into my story. So, in the beginning, flashback resumes. <laughs> Abraham casting the idols from an altar on a hilltop. Sure. Judaism has always had a very complex relationship with blood because Hashem, Baruch Hashem, demands sacrifices, and they were happy to render them. The problem is that sacrifices produce blood which was almost universally considered unclean and impure, even to the touch. This, however, provided an excellent opportunity for we nearby vampires, because as dead people, we were already unclean. So, what's the worst that could happen? And so we entered into a mutually beneficial leadership with, with the local Jewish population, and we integrated, and we married, and the rest is history. So there have actually been recent rabbinical rulings that allow some wiggle room for a Jewish Dracula such as myself to consume the blood of the living. But at the time, uh, we were a doity little secret, and we were happy to keep it that way. All right. So uh, present day. What? Present day. What do you need, buddy? 
unbeknownst to all of us, there was another presence in those old days, feeding from the blood of sacrifices made to other gods, to Baal, to Marduk, to Enkidu and Tiamat. Spilled in these heathen names and filled with their heathen power, this creature gorged itself on darkness and aligned itself against the Tetragrammaton and its children. My people have kept this darkness at bay for thousands of years, and every year, at this time of year, it rises from the darkness and must be put back down. This time it is my coven's turn to defend our people from this menace. And it is this year that I see, I intend to see it put down for good. Ooh. And this is why I need your help. I need your help, Rowan, Solomon, Fiona, tiny pixies I haven't met, but you seem nice. Nice raccoon lady in an apron. I need your help to defeat once and for all the Hanukabra. Oh. <laughs> uh, I light it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it being Johnny, Johnny Vampire. Vampire? <laughs> yeah, I like Johnny Vampire on fire too. <laughs> Johnny Vampire stands there very uncomfortable, but too polite to say anything about it. <laughs> no, um I shake my head and throw water on him. <laughs> hey, bubble bubble. <laughs> the the Hanukabra? Is it too late to kick him out? No, I mean this is your I suppose you can rescind your offer of hospitality at any time. So so what 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 happens if I do that? Does he just like <laughs> out of the room or does he explode or what? I mean, do you want to find out? I think technically he loses all his powers until he <laughs> leaves the threshold. Yeah, I think that's probably accurate. Although I'm I'm open to the explosion option. Okay. So Hanukabra. The Hanukabra. Achtpu. Koist be its name. Um, it is plagued us for centuries. Is, In so... the temple with the Maccabees, it drained the oil from the lamp for eight days, and we had to replenish it every night in secret. So, so... wait, so you guys actually had eight days worth of oil? Well, I mean, yeah, we're real fast. We could just go to the next town and get some oil. It wasn't a big deal. But they didn't need to know that. But that... But that... Ruins the entire point of your reli- your religious holiday. Rowan, Rowan, tell me, which is more rela- miraculous? An arbitrary suspension of natural law because someone is God's favorite? Or a handful of dedicated people working in secret to preserve the hope and faith in thousands of hearts? The first one! All right, well, that's that's reasonable, I suppose. So, explain to me... Um, okay, so the Chupacabra is the goat sucker. The Hanukabra is the Hanukkah sucker? Yeah, exactly. Sucks up the oil from the lambs, which apparently they had plenty of. <laughs> Alright. sucks all that is holy and good from our culture and our people, and this year, the Landportlandian League of Jewish Draculas are in charge of fighting it and putting it down for another year, and I intend to put it down for good, and Jonathan J. Vampire will be the one. What happens if we don't succeed? What happens if this thing just keeps trucking? Is Hanukkah dead forever? Is that... Is that... What's at stake here? It may very... Hey! It may very well... Stake. (laughs) It may very well be the end of Hanukkah as we know it. Uh-huh. And what about, like, 
Judaism. I mean, that'll probably keep going. <laughs> so, like, really... It's not actually really that really just a holiday. It's yeah. only a cultural thing. <laughs> so, like, really low stakes on this one is what you're telling us. <laughs> well, like, again, first of all, insensitive. Second of all... <laughs> Like, well, there's no, like, there's no fucking, like, Passover pterodactyl that's trying to kill us. There's no, like, Rosh Hashanah rhino that's trying to ruin everything. Uh, you know what? A Rosh Hashanah rhino would be way cooler. I'm just okay. And I wouldn't even wait, say Passover. Wait. Passover, you have the, the angel of wait, death. That... Wait! Rosh Hashanah rhino is... What? Yom Kappa instead of Yom Kippur. There, there it is, the yep. Yom Kappa. Also, uh, Rosh Hashanah Rhino is my new um, Judaism-based African rap group. <laughs> All right, so the 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 Hanukkah sucker, the the Hanukabra, I Hanukabra. Ass- I assume has a prison. Is it like an urn? Is he locked in a box? How do you guys keep him for a year? Well, he usually stays in Mexico, but every year when it is time for him to be defeated, his tomb is transported to a different court, to a different coven of Wampaya. And then they wait for him to awake on this, the night before Hanukkah, and they must combat him and put him back into his crypt. Why don't you just keep him in the crypt then? Well, because it's tradition, Rowan. We've got 6,000 years of beautiful tradition from Moses. But, 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 But you're telling us that you want us to defeat this thing. What for good? Therefore, ruining this beautiful tradition forever. We can defeat him for good every year. You you said defeat him to good, for good tonight. You said you want to put him down for good. Rowan, do you want to logic your way out of this, or do you want to help a little dead boy have a Hanukkah worth remembering? I guess we gotta help the vampire follow his dreams. Whatever. All right, you will have. You, you, you will, we will be in your debt forever. We, meaning vampires and or the Jewish people. I'm not sure. I'll have to see. Okay, so. Okay, but what about the Kappa? What do we do with him? The Yom Kippur Kappa is actually a, a pretty cool dude. He just, he just wants recognition in his watery palace. Okay. Surely you have a plan for putting this thing down for good, or are we just going to punch it till it dies? Because I'm okay oh, you're with just that, gonna, You're just going to punch it till you die. Yeah, because okay. here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Hanukabra, like us, is a vampiric creature, and it is sometimes difficult to fight fire with fire, except in, like, a forest fire situation. Then it's useful, not so much when you're fighting an eternal and immortal manifestation of hungering darkness. So... Uh, what is stopping us from, before this thing wakes up, just collapsing the tomb into it? Uh, the tomb is sealed. Right, but I don't know if you know this. Uh, rocks, generally pretty malleable when you smash other rocks into them. No, and you, you I'm don't I'm saying understand. there are a lot of rocks around. Okay, well, maybe I should maybe I should call it something different than think less tomb and more evil thermos. It's a thermos? It's like, it's I, not, forgive me, it's like the pocket dimension in Superman 3, where all the bad guys live. I can't watch movies. Oh, sad. I've always wondered about that. Like, in the books, Harry always talks like he's this huge movie nerd, and I'm like, how does this dude watch movies? Uh, he he states at one point he goes to drive-ins. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. The technology is so far away that he can just watch it without having to worry about it. All right. What about the sandbox? 
It has mm-hmm. to hang off the side of his car. Well, I think there were two kinds of drive-in words. There was there was the kind where you hung the sound box at your window, and there was the kind that actually had like speakers up front that projected real loud. Or am I making that up? I don't, I don't know. know. I have no idea. I don't know. Anyway, Hanukkah. <laughs> so, so uh, could we chuck the thermos into a volcano? Mops and Helens isn't that far a drive. No. In theory, but then you've then you've got the Hanukkah in a volcano. That's a terrible combination. Uh, it would have melts. all the powers of it would have all the powers of a volcano and a Hanukkah. <laughs> Which I'm still not clear what the powers of a Hanukkah are, other than drinking Hanukkah. oil, <laughs> blood sucking, super strength, super yeah. speed, hypnotism, some magic, and anti-Semitism. Oh no! Yeah. So hey. so wait. Sounds like Donald Trump. Wow. Uh, so uh so what you're saying is this would have been the keystone to uh the Third Reich's occult division. Like this was their plan. This was what they were after. Um there was there was a plan to get a hold of this if they could. They, uh, they couldn't though. The supply network was down. There were actually very few Jewish vampires. But I mean Jewish um Nazi vampires is what I meant to say. Well, sure. Popular culture like There there yeah. were some, but there were some Jewish Nazi vampires. Some, um, not a lot. It's, there's a lot of self hatred in the Jewish Dracula community. All right. I, so, so you're saying we wait for this thing to wake up, it pops out of the thermos, and then we just punch it a lot. I mean, basically, I haven't, I'm, I haven't personally seen the Hanukkah put back into its yearly tomb before. I've never been in the place at the time, so I'm not 100 percent certain what's going to go down. All right. Do we have to meet you? you? Is rolling in her grave right now. What? I feel like my great grandmother is kind of rolling in her grave right now. My grandfather definitely. (laughs) Well, I mean, let's hope they roll better than the Hanukkah because that fucker needs to go down. You monster! Um, That's my great grandmother. You're talking about Casey Hills. We've all got dead grandparents. I, I've never met her. I'm sure she was lovely, but I can't really be offended for her because I don't. (laughs) <laughs> so do we need to meet you at a place or are you gonna bring well, yeah, it to you guys, us no you guys need to come to my synagogue the thing is gonna wake up and he looks at his wrist as long as it takes to get there <laughs> alright I mean Rowan grab your rifle I grab my rifle I also grab my water gun and my pistol fair enough Staff and sword. <laughs> Gandalf it up let's do this right on Fiona, what about you? Fiona? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, sorry. Oh, I'm Fiona sorry. brings her chipper attitude and a thermos of coffee. Yeah. So I'm and a weaponized to... dreidel. Yes! <laughs> I bring a weaponized dreidel. I... It's, it's actually a, a, a bazooka that shoots out spinning blade-ridden dreidels. So, so picture like Beyblades, but sure. dreidels. And... <laughs> yep. I mean, so who... Stops. As a child of the anime age, who am I to argue with that? <laughs> I cannot argue with Beyblade. Let it rip. Anyway. Uh, and I right. have to scream that every time I fight. You have to. You're legally, yeah, you're obligated contractually. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, okay, so Casey, I, I just want to, is, is the Hanukkah Semitic itself, or is it, is it, uh, or is it, not. Is it a Gentile? Is this what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. 
It's very important to me right now. I would say that the Hanukabra and the Jewish people both came from a proto-Semitic group that had not really branched off into those different ethnic groups yet. Um, so I would say that as the Jewish people went on to, you know, kind of stay in their own line, which was really important to them for a long time and develop off into this other distinct flavor, the Hanukabra just sort of, sort of stayed what it was. So, I mean, they both came from the same place, but they're, they're not the same okay. thing. So, so what I'm leading to is, is the Hanukabra kosher? Like Does it's it, meat? Like, no, no, like, like what does it, it keep kosher? Yeah. Does it keep kosher? Oh, does it keep kosher? Um, I'm going to say no. Yes, please, because I have something funny I want to do with this. <laughs> well, then, yes, absolutely. The Hanukabra okay, keeps so kosher. So I'm filling my... No, Anthony, no! No, that's way more offensive than anything that has been I, said so far. I'm filling my, my water gun oh. with eggnog. <laughs> Which is probably the most non-kosher drink I can think of. Because yep. it's eggs and milk. Yeah, See, well, no, those are both dairy. Eggs are considered dairy, not meat. No, See, I was going to say, let's <laughs> stop off at the butcher. Eggs eggs are considered the young. You cannot bathe blood. the young in its mother's milk. <laughs> Therefore, well, yeah, but chickens eggs... don't make milk. Well, you can't have dairy and meat and... and yeah, what I'm saying is that eggs are... Do you find eggs over by the meat or do you find them in the dairy aisle, Tony? Are they considered, like, the young of an animal or are they considered the milk of an animal? Yeah, I let don't me, think me... Hebrews were too concerned with where the eggs fell in the grocery store. Let Sorry. me put it to you this way. I What if they're meat because they're the young if the eggs are fertilized? But eggs produced for mass consumption by humans are not fertilized. All right, but um, for the sake of rule of funny and possibly rule of blasphemy, I'm I'm prepared to give it to you. I'll, I'll rule that in this particular awesome. instance, eggnog is possibly the least kosher thing there is. It is liquid trafe. <laughs> okay, so I fill my water gun up with eggnog, yep. which is also holiday-themed and I think fits perfectly with what we're about to do. I'm super happy with it. Okay, so you I'm guys so ready? She went with eggnog and not something more horrific. She thought oh, I was going to say pig's blood. Yeah, I, I thought did. it was going to be much, much worse. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Nazi sauce? I don't know. Oh, I'm Jewish. You mean sauerkraut? <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Hey, I can always sauerkraut go. is delicious. You take that back, you bastard! I cannot. Wow. Like on a Reuben? <clears throat> Come on. Anna Rubin was my best friend in high school. <laughs> uh, no, because you can't go to Desert Christian and not be white. Anyway, um, so are you guys ready to head to uh, Johnny Vampire Synagogue? Yeah. All right. On our way out, <laughs> I assume there's a roaring fire in the fireplace at the Magic Beans. So on our way out, uh, uh, Solomon mutters the Arabic word for whisper and snuffs the flame. Nice. What's the Arabic Solomon is whisper, Dylan? I don't know. <laughs> Solomon is immediately placed on a TSA watch list. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so you guys pile outside, and Johnny Vampire says, To the Johnny J Vampire Mobile! And uh, you that... guys pile outside and find there in the falling snow is a uh, 1997 Nissan Sentra. Just waiting, just sitting there purring like the yep. sweet, sweet they kitty left the it is. the engine on? 
Yeah. Do you, he's an accountant. Johnny Vampire, do you know how bad that is for the environment? I'm already dead. Yeah, okay, but think about the rest of us. You're right. I, I'm I mortal, need... so I don't think it matters. <laughs> All right, that'll be my lesson this Hanukkah. That'll that'll be the important thing I learned and the thing I'll work on in the in the future. Thank you. I'm right, it will. Jonathan J. Vampire will be a friend to all the environment. All right, you guys pile in. <laughs> you know, Dylan once pointed out to me that we kind of follow the uh, Penny Arcade rule of, of <laughs> drama, which is that we make a joke and then we hang around for like five more seconds in the joke's area. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you all pile into the Johnny Vampire mobile. And you uh, scream off across town at a wicked 15 miles per hour. It's not because the roads are extra snowy or anything. It's just because Johnny Vampire was one of the first people ever to learn to drive when going five miles an hour basically meant you were going faster than the human eye could perceive. Just so. My fingers are like digging into the seat and I just keep going, let me drive, let me drive, let me drive, let me drive. Do you even have chains on these tires, man? Chains? No. Yeah, like you snow can't chains. Keep babies like these locked up. Oh, oh, okay. Um, no. Why would I need those? Uh, it improves traction in icy. Con- you know what? Never mind. It doesn't matter. Okay, fair you're enough. Fine. You're fine. If you get into an accident, you're already dead. It doesn't matter. Why should the safety of others on the road concern you? <laughs> My only regret about this podcast is that it can't capture the motion Dylan just did with his arms. <laughs> Okay, anyway, one one thematic time drive later through <laughs> snowy downtown Landportlandia, um, you arrive at a beautiful building, uh, carven out of white marble and uh, ham stone, and uh, it's got gorgeous statues out front, and you just see um, very lovely lettering at the top, declaring that this place is uh, the Benai Dracula synagogue. Uh, you you pull up, and you all pile out of the Johnny Vampire mobile, and he he locks it, which takes a minute because one of the handles for the for the thing broke off. So he has to he has to roll the window down and then get out and then close it and then reach in and lock it again and then roll the window up manually from the. It's a whole thing. Wait, how does he roll the window up manually from the outside? Uh, vampires. Anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and he says, all right, now you guys, you know, I trust all of you. I love all of you. You've, you've saved my unlife. And I like to think I've done you a few favors. So just like, be cool. All right. These, these, these people are important to me and I hold a certain, a, a certain status in this community. And if you could just not make me look like a shlamil, a shlamazel, or a gubus, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, hey, best behavior, man. Uh, should I, right. like, should I find a yarmulke? Should I try to blend in? Is that, inoff- oh, is no. that offensive? Oh, you don't need to. You can if you want to. That's not, we're, we're, you know, being dead, we're a fairly liberal congregation. Uh, all right. Sure. So he um he leads you up, and it is at this point that Casey really wishes he had ever been to a synagogue. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, describe this holy temple for us. You, you, open, you open the door, and there's what a kind of door is it? <laughs> it opens. Is it a Jewish door? 
It's a super Jewish door. <laughs> um, does it have a relief there, of the Hebrew hammer? It really, it really does. <laughs> Shabbat shalom, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, there are there are mezuzot um, all around the door frame. You're way, and you lost me. I don't know what that is. I have explained what mezuzot are to you. I'm pretty sure on two different podcasts. No, it's, they hang it outside the doors, right? Yeah, it's it's usually um, affixed to the door frame itself, and it's just a little um, a little a little uh, container um, holding a scroll with a you know a bit of prayer or scripture or blessing on. Uh, yeah, usually for protection. Little and gold, and it looks uh, kind of like a really tall incense burner. Exactly, it's not uncommon for them to wear for for people to wear them as well. Um, usually, those have got the Shema Yisrael in. But um, anyway, you enter and you open the door, and yeah, Dylan, the super Jewish doors. You open them, and they just go, Oi! "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people stopped listening just there. <laughs> you uh, you walk into this vestibule, and it's full of yarmulkes on chandeliers, each one holding holding a little tiny hat. Uh-huh. Just, the chandeliers just... are shaped like menorahs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, in the traditional vein. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> yes, and there's. <laughs> I'd like to point out that Casey himself claims to be Jewish. You know, it's I, I, like not to not to not to break the funny. I've actually been thinking about that for a long time. Uh, I'm I'm deeply in love with Judaism as a culture, and of course, religion is my yeah, favorite thing tell. in the world. Yeah, so Judaism is it's I I'm 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 very very attracted to it, and I do believe that I am a little bit ethnically Jewish. But I've recently decided that it's actually very insincere of me to be like, hey, I think one of my ancestors might have been, so I can claim this. That's just. It's really tacky, and even if it turned out to be true, like I wasn't raised in the culture, I, I don't have any right to insert myself into that world as much as I'm deeply fascinated by and attracted to it. So, um, yeah, so I, I guess that really I makes this. I, I guess this actually makes this all much more offensive because I'm not coming from a place on the inside. Okay, yep. here's the deal: like I'm, I'm, I'm actually Both, like, yeah. like traceably Jewish. Both right. so, and I are. We so. keep track of you, boy. <laughs> Oh, oh man, Casey, Jimmy. <laughs> oh man, you were saying, Tony. Well, I'm just saying that if if at least one person of the ethnic group you're making fun of is participating, it's not as bad. As <laughs> you're participating <laughs> while shaking your head and eating chips. Well, it's fine. My best friend is Jewish. We've got one. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right, all right, God. <laughs> I under, okay, I understand why Eli is definitely like, I want to take back all of the friendship uh, we had. I feel like I need to go apologize to my grandma. Apologize. And if Tony does it too, he'll be an apology. Anyway. <laughs> all right, so you enter this vestibule full of the um, traditional and 100% factually <clears throat> accurate uh, menorah-shaped candelabra chandeliers that um, are covered in uh, 
yarmulkes, both for use by the faithful and for any visiting people who care to uh, cover the tops of their heads in remembrance of the ever-watching gaze of G-D. What's that, Jackie? There you go. Just all on top of each other or like two on your knees? Like what? <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um, you enter and a couple of uh, the like not to get too stereotypical, you guys. But if you were walking down the street and you saw these two coming at you, you'd say, oh, my God, what a couple of vampires. <laughs> um, Dylan, that was funnier than you acted. Anyway, <laughs> Uh, a couple of vampires come toward you, and they exchange uh, words with Johnny Vampire in a harsh, guttural uh, tongue. And he he responds to them in a voice uh, unlike the one that you have known him to use with you guys. This is this is a strong voice, not like not like a like a haughty one, but a um you know like a confident one. Like he's he's got his feet under him here, and he's not under the watchful gaze of mother. Um, but he gestures, gestures to you guys, and then he makes the universal sign for Hanukabra, which we all know, and, um, and the two, uh, scarper off, you know not where. He comes back and says, alright, I've arranged for my, my, my rabbi to come and speak with you guys just for a moment before we enter the chamber of the Hanukabra. So, if you, uh, if you wanted to grab any, um, I see. I think I think we've got some matzah here, and he he pulls out a box of matzah and just shuffles it like playing cards. That's odd. And, yeah, Dylan, what are you doing with your hands there, guy? I'm trying to make a star of David. Oh wow! Uh, it's how, not working out. Yeah. Well, I was trying to come up with the universal sign for chupacabra or for Hanukabra, and it was going to be the star of David, but like with devil horns, and I couldn't figure out how to make that happen. <laughs> yeah, combine the star of David. No, no, you know what? I think we should all let do and this. D- Dylan, combine the star of David with devil horns. Go right ahead. Go I'm, right ahead. I'm gonna try, and when I get there, the whole world will know. Because. <laughs> all right, a um a very stately um dignified. Old man who looks nothing at all like Chaim Topol, uh, comes out and greets you all. <laughs> Dylan, I can't with you doing that finger. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did it. Sort of. <laughs> I think all right. Need anyway. Fingers, Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> comes out and he says, "It was very kind of you to help out our young friend Yoni Wampire." I'm Yanni Wampire. If you will follow me, I will lead you to that chamber where the fell beast is being gaped. Yeah, all right. Hey, uh... Actually, keep it on site. Every vampire synagogue has a special chamber prepared for when it falls upon them to guard and defeat the beast. Okay, but the important question is, do you know Brad Pitt? I look, it's it's not cool to just like toss names around. Nobody likes people who do that. I'm just gonna say that if I didn't know a certain someone, it would be a Brad time in the pits. Yes, I know Brad Pitt. Because uh... okay, he was really hot in Interview with a Vampire. Who do you think was the reverse aging consultant in the Benjamin button? Ah. It was me, Rabbi Vampire. 
so then how come you didn't do anything about this whole thing? <laughs> gesturing to his his general everything just 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 gesturing at Johnny yeah <laughs> oh god I'm sorry I was laughing too hard what was the question <laughs> we're real tired you guys let's let's let's, let's move on Okay. He, um... hey, uh, Rabbi Vampire, do you have any, like, helpful tips about dispatching the Hanukabra? <laughs> Don't be a goat. That seems to go badly. <laughs> we, we, have, we have reached out uh, to the magical community for help. I glance at I, I glance at Rowan and I look down at his shoes to make sure that he's not got like cloven hooves or anything. Sure. And uh, Rowan, cloven hooves? No. Fair enough. Great. Um, Rabbi Vampire <clears throat> leans over sort of conspiratorially and says, "We have tried to enlist the help of the magical community in defeating the Hanokabra before, and well, you know how there are three Billy Goats, Gruff. There used to be. There used to be four. What was the fourth oh. one? Um, Carl. Carl Gruff was felled yeah. by the the Hanukabra, You're saying? Yes, it was a yeah. very dark, it was a very dark time for all of us. I, I uh, met that guy once. He's he was kind of a prick anyway. He was kind of a dick, yeah. But uh, you know, not to make him a scapegoat. <laughs> you see, ah. but uh, Johnny, I can make the funnies. You see, yes, Rabbi. All right, <laughs> so right this way. <laughs> Whether or not the rabbi is funny has been a bone of contention in this congregation for 7,000 years. Anyway, oh, <laughs> he leads you past frescoes of famous <laughs> Jewish vampire heroes. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like vampire Sandy Koufax. And <laughs> My God. One, one of the architects of the Vampire State Building. <laughs> and, and Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Is Tom Hanks a vampire? Yeah. Age ever? Alright, um, he leads you, uh, between two, to a point in the wall that, if you look at it from the right angle, these two, um, these two vampire Maccabees, that, Vacabees, Mac, vampire there's something there. Um, it looks like they're forming a gate between them with their, uh, swords and shields, and the, the rabbi vampire leans forward and uh there's a menorah in the middle and he he presses each of the uh nine candles on it in in a very specific order the fresco goes Katum. oh wait no i forgot we're in a synagogue it goes eh. <laughs> and it, it slides aside eh, oh, he's such a slide <laughs> until it disappears into the wall and there are stairs leading down into a darkness that seems to whisper, It's dark. <laughs> Johnny and Rabbi Vampire lead you down into the depths of uh, the Benai Dracula synagogue. And uh, is not surprisingly, really, um, there's no lights. Like, they're vampires. Like, they got, they got dark vision. They don't, they don't really need lights. But, um, you, you hold on to Johnny, um, one of you, and then the others can hold on to the guy who's holding on to Johnny. Just, just old Johnny Grab, uh, leading you down what feel like, um, roughly 16 flights of stairs. Uh, 
eventually you reach the bottom and uh, you hear Rabbi Vampire with uh, what what is very distinctly a box of those long fireplace matches that everybody had when they were a kid. You know the kind. Yeah. And he he lights a um a little a little lamp, and he's and he and he looks at Johnny Vampire, and he says, "You, Johnny Vampire, you have grown so much." Where is the little leech I carry? <laughs> Nothing? Anyway. Um, it says, and you are a credit to our people to bring these brave heroes here to end this menace to our society, to our culture, to our very way of on life once and for all. May Hashem be with us all. And he, and like, I don't, I don't really feel the need to do this, but I, but I, pr- I probably should anyway. Like, if this offends anybody ever who's listening, like, I'm sorry, I love Judaism like a lot, and I just feel the need to point that out. That, anyway, um, um, and a, a gate in this stone frescoed wall, and above the gate reads, um, this way to the Hanukabratorium. Every vampire synagogue has a Hanukkabratorium with Hanu candelabras, cabras, um, Johnny vampire <laughs> menorahs. <laughs> no, those are different things. Um, Liberace did not have a menorah on his on his piano. He had a shirtless yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, he 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 gathers you all up and says, "I will owe all of you for this. I cannot promise your safety." And although I am but a low-level vampire myself, I will aid you in any way I can. And after this, I will do all of your taxes for free, state and federal. Hey, Johnny, question. Um, If there were a Jewish vampire labyrinth, say, uh, and that labyrinth had a keeper, uh, would that keeper be called a Minotaur? Yes. Johnny stares at you for three seconds and then bites your neck. <laughs> uh, for real? Yeah, I'm not joking. Um, he moves so quickly that to your mortal perception, there is literally no difference between the moment where he's standing in front of you and the moment when you realize that you have got this creature that is smaller than you, but feels like it is made of stone wrapped around you with its fangs just barely breaking the skin of your neck. And he's not, he's not, he ain't, he ain't sucking on you. He ain't drawing him no bloods. All right, chill out. It was just a question. <laughs> I can make jokes to Solomon. And he um he kind of pulls back a little bit and he unfolds and he looks at you with um with boyish good charm. He's such a nice boy. Uh-huh. Uh, and he says to you, Solomon, let me know if you ever want to uh, join the tribe. We could use more with a sense of humor. He looks over at the rabbi. No, seriously, we need more with a sense of humor. And you told me I was funny, Johnny. I lied. Question. What's up? What are taxes? <laughs> and with that, you are all ushered into the Hanukkah <laughs> Um, 
It is a very large arena. It is hexagonal in nature. And on each of the six walls are uh, scenes depicting famous historical defeats of the Hanukkah by various Jewish Dracula heroes, including vampire Sonny Koufax. Sandy Co- Sandy Koufax. <laughs> Sonny Koufax is a truck driver from Missouri and not relevant to this story at all. But I hope he's listening. I hope you're having a good night out there, big guy. Anyway. In the center of this chamber lies, and I need you guys to picture this. This is, it's like a, a, a block of stone made of statues of the most horrifying demons you can possibly imagine. Like in the classic Bosch style, there's horns and slavering fangs okay. and maybe, some, what's up? I point at one, I look at and I'm like, hey, look, it's a statue of you. <sighs> Yikes, buddy. Dude. I make, like, I'm about to punch him in the face. And then you punch him in the face. No, and then I kick him in the groin. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the old celery trick. Gets him every time. Yeah. <laughs> Gets him every time. Rowan collapses yep. in groin-clutching pain on the ground of his Hanukkah-patorium. Yeah, next time? I'm going to fart on you, too. Oh. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that goes. I drink a <laughs> lot of coffee, man. That stuff is rank. I did not know that uh, fairies produced fat, uh, flatulence. Well, I mean, yeah, she's, they, a wind, they, she's a wind fae. Ah. Usually, usually we say we floof. <laughs> but... Uh, okay. Uh, that actually explains a lot about the last Hanu Christmas Kwanzaa party I was at. Um. <laughs> okay. In the room, uh, your eyes drift upwards and you begin to understand as your eyes adjust to the darkness that this is actually something like an auditorium or a coliseum, that there are these six high walls, but <laughs> it's stadium seating all around and it is filled with the sound of nervous and excited Jewish Draculas. So just, just thousands of variations of bleh. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, this yes, this this effigy composed of of countless demons and devils, seemingly from a hundred cultures, and Johnny Vampire uh, strides to the center of the arena, and um, he he goes snap snap up in the air, and from from seemingly miles above. Uh, comes zooming down uh, like an arena-style microphone, like the kind boxing official announcer guys always had. You know the kind. Bruce Buffer's uh, thinger, yeah. Bru- yeah, Bruce Buffer, private eye. Uh, Bruce Buffer is the, the let's get ready to rumble guy. I believe you. Nobody else is allowed uh, to say that because it's he like owns the trademark or something weird. That's ridiculous. I can prepare to rumble in the privacy of my own home if I please, and Bruce Buffer does not need to know about it. But see, even you just said prepare to rumble, not ready to rumble, because you're not allowed (laughs) to say ready to rumble. Johnny Vampire grabs the fucking microphone, (laughs) and he holds it up to his fangles, (laughs) and he says, Jewish Draculas of Landportlandia. To one and all, I say shalom and bleh. And uh, this 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 unified chorus of 
shalom and bless. <laughs> Hanukkah holds a different meaning for we Jewish Draculas than for normal blood-filled followers of Judaism for us. It is the story of our eternal vigilance against the powers that would seek to defame and destroy our people. It is the night that we kept our culture intact, keeping those candles boiling with our vampire powers. And admittedly, one time we weren't quite stealthy enough and we had to create a really entertaining puppet show out in front of the temple to distract everyone. And I mean, I, you could argue that that led to our people's involvement with the entertainment industry, but that's a different topic. In any event, this has always been the darkest night of the year for us. And I am here with these three heroes, friends of the tribe, Solomon, Fiona, and Rowan, and they have vowed to help us end this menace once and for all. So tonight, the darkest night of the year, let's light it up. And it goes, clap, clap. And behind you guys, an enormous stone menorah. Uh, easily 60 feet long? Uh, lights... <laughs> Each each of its candles springing to life, including the special one in the center from which all the others are supposed to be lit. Because sometimes drama takes precedence over proper procedure. It's just go with it. Anyway, it says, we will put an end to this. And we will claim our rightful position as the Jewish Draculas of Landportlandia. What's up, Dylan? It's enormous. There it is. There's my buddy. All right, you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be over there if, if you need me. Good, good luck fighting the greatest monster in our people's history. Anyway, bye. And he, he yanks down <laughs> on the microphone, and it goes like a tape measure. <laughs> it just goes. <laughs> That's the noise tape measures make. <laughs> what you don't buy your tape measures at Spooky Sam's Undead Hardware? <laughs> Spooky Sam's Undead Hardware. Come on down and get your coffin nails. <laughs> Call 1-800-SPOOKY-NAIL. Come on down and get your bone saws. <laughs> just kidding, they're just regular saws. They're not medical grade. We just needed them to sound spooky. <laughs> they're just made to look like a bone. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> we've been recording for almost an hour. <laughs> and we've made that. it like two feet into saving Jewish Christmas. It's called you know, Hanukkah, Dylan. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, I mean, you won't oh, find him here. So this is the name of the episode: Saving Jewish Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Three, two, one, canon. I was gonna say something about like the Hanukkah strikes or something <laughs> like that, but nope. Saving Jewish Christmas. <laughs> because fuck you, Kirk Cameron, you materialistic piece of shit. Anyway. Whoa. Um. Yeah, Kirk Cameron's a terrible person. I hope he hears this. Anyway. I don't uh, understand the reference to him, but all right. Oh, he made, he made a movie called Saving Christmas, which posited as its central premise that the modern materialism surrounding Christmas is actually the best way to celebrate the Christ and his teachings. Yeah, it is. Anyway, the, um, <laughs> the giant sepulcher in front of you. Uh, begins to rumble and move. And at first your eyes can't exactly understand what it is they're seeing. But it soon becomes apparent that this tomb, this phylactery that holds the Hanukkah inside, um, 
is in fact not unlike uh, Lemarcan's puzzle box in that it is uh, in chunks that move independently of one another and rotate and match. And as it begins to shift into what one could reasonably call its lament configuration, the demon's faces begin to take on new and horrifying forms. When it has finished its rotation, there is an aperture in the middle, inside of which is the purest darkness that any of the three of you have ever seen. The statues on the outside of the tomb begin to weep thick purple blood and from inside issues I smell the children of Abraham and also Dracula sorry that was me God damn it. I love ham. Um, and yes, go ahead. I rolled a plus one for initiative. Oh, okay, cool. What do you want to do? I don't know. I was just stating. Do we okay, roll well, initiative in this system anymore? I mean, you're the only one who did anything, so I guess you get to go first. What do you, do you want to do? For initiative. <laughs> just roll, just roll quick. your quick, I guess. Uh, I mean, start like my my whole thing is like. Lead with strength, I guess, so... Sure. What are you doing, guy? I'm gonna throw a goddamn fireball at it. Okay. Absolutely. And and uh, how are you gonna do it? With, with forceful, one imagines? Yeah, that was also a uh, plus one, but I have a plus one in forceful, so it's plus two. Nice. Okay. Now, the Hanul Cabra is still inside his, uh, his sepulchre, so he's not gonna have much room to maneuver in there, which means he's gonna take at least a minus two to his quick. Let's see. Sucker. Oh, yeah, that guy is not doing very well. Um, the bolt of fire leaps from the tip of Solomon's staff, which he should really see a doctor about, careening <laughs> through the Hanukabratorium and into the darkness inside the tomb. It strikes something, and for a brief moment, light flashes, and visible inside the darkness is a creature of such insane and pointy proportion that it fairly beggars belief. Then it catches on fire, and it smells real, real bad. <laughs> a screaming issues from within, and a fireball just just leaps out of the thing. And it is apparent immediately to all and sundry that this is the Chandokabra itself on fire. Um, if it was furry, it, it ain't furry no more. <laughs> Good. Yeah, um, so Screaming, it is gonna leap directly at you, Solomon. Okay. And uh, it's gonna throw something at you, and you hear a, a shing, shing, shingling sound, and to the horror of all involved, it is apparent that the Hanukabra is flinging at you razor-edged coins in a cruel mockery of the Hanukkah gelt that so many tiny children have unwrapped to find the sweet chocolate coins inside of. I love chocolate coins! Yeah, well, these ones don't love you, big guy. Let's see, oh, for fuck's sake. Alright, um, let's see. How does how does a negative three do? <laughs> uh, probably not great. 
I don't know Look, what I'm rolling, but I got a zero baseline, so... Well, I will... It's okay, so I will use whatever skill you like. You know how to play this game, dude. Like, uh, like how does Solomon not get hit by these? I guess or, I... Uh, I, I guess I'm, like, just taking a very, like, uh, not even, like, a quick step, just, just very measured, like, watching this happen, and, like, standing very still, and then just very measuredly stepping backwards, like, half a foot, and then all of the, the razor gelt just lands where I was standing before. Exactly, like, like Solomon doesn't even move, like his feet stay in the exact same place, he just leans back, forward, to the side, does a little duck, and they just, <laughs> just, shink, 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 and, and he turns around, and in the, uh, in the wall behind him is, is a stylized S, but it's made in these, in these bladed coins. Yep, totally. Um, in, in fairness to the, to the Hanukabra, it had just woken up, and then been set on fire. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe don't be a, maybe don't be a Hanukkah monster. <laughs> maybe then that won't happen to you. I feel like maybe don't be a Hanukkah monster is also a good title. <laughs> saving, Jewish, saving Jewish Christmas is better, much better. Uh, <laughs> Just think of all the anger listens we'll get. <laughs> okay. Um so you two, roll your quicks. Who else? Y- you two. Oh, like Jackie and I? Yeah, because you're gonna determine who's gonna go next. Two. Okay. I got a four. Oh, hot damn. Okay. And real quick. Um, Johnny Vampire's quick, as you might imagine, is through the roof. Uh, but with these numbers, Fiona, yours actually beats him. So you're up next. Yes. Uh. Slay. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because it's Christmas. Yep. Yep. Alright, I'm gonna fire my dreidel bazooka at him. Do it. While screaming, let it rip you, schmageggy! Oh my. Yikes. Yep. Okay, I didn't know you had such language inside her. Um, right. how am I gonna do Go this? Uh, flashy, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I got a three. Okay, fair enough. The Cobra is going to try to defend, and it is not going to make it. Okay, Fiona hoists her dreidel zooka to her shoulder and lets off a ringing shot that echoes through the chamber of Dracula's, whose breath would be baited if they breathe, but they don't because they're dead. It it rockets across the arena, and it conks off the Hanukabra's noggin, like, real hard, and it hurts a lot. But then it lands on the floor, and it begins to spin and somehow begin to spin faster and faster and faster, and out of the sides pop these cartoonish mechanical arms, one of which has some kind of hammer covered in some kind of strange lettering, and it begins to bang him all about... That's, it's a Hebrew hammer. Did you... Yeah? Yeah, yeah okay, there we yeah. go. It begins to, to bat him soundly about the head, crushing his poor, delicate little monster toesies and smashing all of the very painful and expensive dentistry that his monster parents paid for over the course of many years and a very disappointing career at a monster shipping supply company that he eventually cheated his father out of his pension. Mm. Right. Johnny's up next. <laughs> Great. Johnny is uh, going to spread his mighty cape 
and actually take on an aspect that you guys haven't really seen before. Now, Rowan, you've been friends with Johnny for a while, so you've seen him in his accounting element, and it is a sight to behold, my friend. Uh, you've seen adding machines literally catch fire. Yeah. But uh, this is a different side of Johnny Vampire that you have never seen. His eyes burn red, and the uh, all three of you actually feel the subtle, um, flexible strength of faith uh, begin to thrum throughout the room. And it is apparent that the other uh, Jewish Draculas feel this as well, because the feeling begins to multiply first tenfold, then a hundredfold, then a thousandfold, as every Jewish Dracula in this auditorium is filled with pride and faith and the hope that the darkest chapter in their people's history can finally be put to rest for good. Um, powered by a love of Judaism, Johnny Vampire rockets forward and clamps his chompers around the Hanukkah's throat. He, uh, he rears back once more, blood dripping from his face, looks it dead in the eye and says, Hanukkah, you suck. And then just goes back and just just gnawing at it as the as the audience is filled with cheering undead fucks. Um, Rowan, you're up. Um, so I don't want to hit Johnny. Is did he move back? Is he on? Nope. Uh, he's still he's... on the on the smoldering Hanukkah. So I have to do this carefully then. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna shoot eggnog at the Hanukkah. Do it. Carefully. Aim for its mouth. Yeah, I aim for its mouth. Okay. Roll it up. Three. Okay, that's a three. And now, Rowan's of Russian descent, isn't he? Yes. And doesn't a certain group in Russia have a history of being unfairly ousted from certain places for socio-political reasons? Yes. Does Rowan, and I, and I need you to answer this honestly, not just take situational advantage. I trust you. I trust what you're going to say. Is Rowan a Russian Jew? No. Okay, fair enough. I would have been more than happy to give you the point, but I really appreciate your honesty. So, um, okay, so you got a three, you say? Yes. Okay, then I'm going to give you a plus two for honesty. Boom, you got a plus five. Okay, the Hanukkah <laughs> is going to attempt to juke, but he has got a a nebbishy vampire just chomping all up on his dome piece. It's terrible. And, oh, goodness, no. Okay, uh, he is going to stumble and slather in his own blood, and also some of his fire, not fire, what do you call the stuff, fur, um, apparently melted and has turned into this horrible, slick, slimy slag on the floor. Oh. Yeah, the smell is unimaginable. Um, and you guys are actually the only ones smelling it, because you're the only ones breathing in the room. But he begins to slip in his own melted fur and turns just perfectly to take a snoot full of rich, creamy holiday nog. At first, it's very pleasant. And then he realizes and what's inside. Burns! It burns, and it's not just the whiskey or the rum. I've never actually had eggnog. I don't know what's in it. Um, rum. Or, or, or uh, brandy. Brandy, yeah. Or brandy. It's Wait, not just... Anything delicious. Fair enough. Um, and it's not just the alcohol content, but it's inadvertently having broken one of his most closely held laws. 
And then uh, it actually is the rum again because the fumes begin to catch fire. Yay! <laughs> He's still smoldering a little bit, and now he's covered in flaming nog, and the eggs inside are actually cooking all over his eyeballs and uh, preventing him from seeing. They're clogging his nostrils. He's having trouble breathing. The Hanukkah is having a really hard time, you guys. Ah, yes, the Uh, nog clogging. The nog clogging. You should have thought of that. of the candles on the Enormenora <laughs> flicker out. Is that a good it thing is... or a bad thing? The bad thing. Johnny, well, Johnny, um, Johnny lifts his head from the Hanukabra's uh, jugular and says, it's a good thing. When all the lights are extinguished, it must return to its tomb or, you know, rise to claim the world and cleanse it of us, basically. How but hopefully we'll what have... it's supposed to do. Well, it'll depend on how strong it is. That's all the time we've got. Hey, guys, I've, I've, I've got an idea. Keep it distracted. Yeah, it, it is actually your turn again, Solomon. Go yeah. ahead. I, I've got an idea. Keep it keep it distracted. Uh, and then Solomon starts, uh, what's the floor in here? Um, uh, yeah, you know, uh, uh, Jewstone. Sure. Uh, so, um, no, no, no. It's, um, uh, like uh, brick and, uh, no, you know what? It's a nice, it's a nice tile. It's a very nice tile that was got at a very good price from a friend of ours. All right. Well, I'm going to ruin it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Solomon's- it is, it is slick and slippery being tile. If it gets even a little bit wet, go. Uh, so Solomon's going to take, uh, his, his staff, um, and using the smaller end of it, uh, like it was a giant pen, um, and, and funneling heat through it, uh, he, he begins drawing this, this large array, uh, across a few of the tiles. Um, just, just like, I mean, it, no, there's no, like, medium, he's just drawing it and remembering where he drew. Well, no, it's, it's funneling heat through and leaving scorch marks. Oh, okay, I misunderstood, I'm sorry, yeah, go yeah. ahead, that's uh, and, and, and it's, it's... Uh, the, the centerpiece of the array is a menorah. Yes. Um. I, I love everything about and, this so And I'm much. gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna, I'm gonna burn a fate point if you let me to tap Absolutely. polyglot and start like with the Hebrew lettering and everything. Yep. Yep. Great. Yep. Absolutely. Sweet. And, and what is it you're trying to do with this? Uh, so I'm gonna drop the giant fuck off menorah onto this fucking thing. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yup. Okay. Uh, that is gonna get you uh, um, a plus four to whatever it is you're you're gonna use to do this forceful. I imagine. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. I kind of I I want to kind of make that flashy, but oh, you I, know what? No, nope, flashy. Forceful. Absolutely. That's it, right. no. That's you're you're absolutely correct. That's one hundred percent flashy. And Thony, uh, I mean, uh, pardon me, Rowan and Fiona, if you guys can think of any way to uh, chip in with any of your powers or any of your aspects to help your buddy out, I will boost that rating he's got. And, well, so I'm assuming that this is going to take some time to build this array and whatnot. So that's okay. my turn, this one. Oh, okay. And then, yeah. all right, I see. And I then see. next turn, okay. we're just, it's coming down. <laughs> all right, absolutely. So, yes, um, Solomon begins to draw one of the actual pentacles of Solomon from the lesser and greater key, the Grand Grimoires. That's the one. And and uh, chanting under under his breath in the ancient tongue of the Hebrews, 
uh, Johnny Vampire for his part, uh, he's gone a little bonkers. Like, he's always been kind of a reserved, controlled sort of guy, and he is just going to town on the Hanukabra. Um, you guys think you hear mother come out of his mouth a few times? You don't read too deeply into it. Um, <laughs> so he is going to... That's a pretty good forceful, considering that his bones are dry and several thousand years old. Uh, he... He rears back his face just dripping with gore. Um, and by the way, the whole time the Hanukabra is screaming pitifully and horrifyingly like it had no idea this is what it was waking up to. Um, Johnny with his legs still locked around the creature. And if you look carefully, you can tell he's clenching so tight that his legs have actually started to like, like break their way into the creature's flesh. Yeah. Um, he rears back and clasps his hands upon his upon uh, up up above his head, and he says, "In the name of He who is called, I am the name beyond naming, the Tetragrammaton. I smite thee!" And he brings his hands down on the nog-covered noggin, and with such force that the Hanukabra is driven to the ground and its skull actually cracks the tile underfoot and it continues for probably a good two or three inches. Um, I'm sure that's how physics works. Yep. In any event, uh, Johnny Vampire then goes back to to just ruining this thing with everything at his disposal. Uh, Fiona, I believe it is your go. And uh, in the meantime, two more candles have burned out. Um, I think I'm just going to Start kicking him and calling him names. <laughs> like like racist stuff or just No, just like stupid <laughs> Hey Hanukabra, did anyone ever tell you you're stupid? Yeah, you suck. God, that's terrible. Uh, just go- Fiona and Johnny Vampire are on this shit talking game. Yeah. They, they, spit they really are fire. I tell a couple yeah. of your mama jokes. No joke. Oh, he loves his mama. No, why would you do that? <laughs> Not Johnny Vampire. No, I know the Hanukabra. He loves his yeah. mama too. His mom hates him. I know he's really. Oh God, no! He knows that he's always feared. He's always suspected in his secret monster heart that he's been yeah. a terrible disappointment to his poor mother. Yeah, your mom doesn't <laughs> even like you. There's what. Oh God! There's wailing and gnashing of teeth as the Hanukabra begins to curl up into a little fetal ball. Rowan, it is your go, my dude. Okay. Oh, and by the way, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, two more two more um, candles for that. So we're down to two candles. Okay. Where is he right now? <laughs> he's, it's amazing. He's, he's <laughs> like two feet in front of the tomb he got out of. <laughs> <laughs> so he hasn't moved. Um, no. <laughs> I'm going to try to shoot him in his fucking eye. <laughs> <laughs> God, this is a brutal group of dudes. <laughs> it really, really is. The most upsetting thing. He's things ruining happen. Hanukkah. He deserves it. I mean, fair. He is ruining Jewish Christmas. Um, yeah, yeah, man, get go for it. <laughs> what are you gonna? How are you gonna do this? I'm gonna take my sniper rifle. Sure. I'm gonna back up like I don't know, fifty feet, whatever. Sit sure. down. He he's like distracted. He's not paying attention to me right now. Right? He he is distracted, but he's also flailing wildly and covered in a Johnny Vampire and a Fiona that are kicking and moving very erratically right about his person. 
So, so if, you, if you want to do this, you're going to take it at a minus two. Can I can I take it at a minus two, but use my face of my father? So you're gonna have to tell me why. Because Johnny Vampire is my best friend, and Aww. I was prepared to call so much bullshit, but my heart grew three sizes. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. I'll allow it. So that was a minus two, but then a plus two. So you're at, you're at zero. It's just what you roll cold. Okay. So then, then am I just a straight roll? Yeah, uh, roll cold. You're good. A one. Okay. It's not zero. One is not, not zero. One is not zero. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, the Hanu Cabra manages to juke at the last possible second. And unfortunately, all your bullet finds is the left flank of Johnny Vampire. Oh no! He managed to juke. I want to point out that you said that. Okay, juke is a verb. It's not, I didn't... I know. That embarrasses me more than anything I've said. (laughs) Also... Really? Also, you pre- you prevented that's me. That's what embarrasses you. You <laughs> prevented me. No, you guys prevented me from making the joke I wanted to, which is that Rowan, you winged Johnny Vampire. Because <laughs> he's a bat guy. Oh, <laughs> damn it! I quit the podcast. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Johnny Vampire actually goes flying off and uh, conks his poor dome melon on the uh, architecture of, of the tomb. And he says, I'm unconscious, and just falls over. Um, in the meantime, the Hanukabra is no longer on fire. And you guys can now that. see... Yeah, you guys can now see clearly that he has got um, a chain bandolier around him and on this uh much like one might have grenades are what look like Hanuk- like a uh, like dreidels if dreidels were made in mordor they are uh black cast iron badness and he tears one off and throws it straight at rowan it spins in the air and i couldn't find my actual dreidel so i have to use a d4 but and it lands on Shin, the fourth letter on the dreidel. It lights up with a harsh, unforgiving light, and a gasp echoes throughout the chamber, which is weird, because again, not breathing. So they all cough afterwards. <laughs> They're not used to it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is terrible. We, sh- we should really air this place out every once in a while. <laughs> it's so dusty. <laughs> My allergies. Uh, um... And, Rowan, you feel an instant and undeniable pull dragging you toward the Hanukabra's waiting claws. Uh, guys? Yeah. You're dragged closer and closer and closer. And the Hanukabra is going to... Oh, boy. He, He grabs you by your shirt front. And leans in. He says, Thanks for this. Thanks. A lotka. And he, uh... And he he begins to weave a magic around you. And I don't know that Rowan has ever actually experienced being fried in boiling oil. 
Um, but if he hasn't, this is a lot what he imagines it would be like. So like the delicious potato pancake uh, enjoyed by Jews the world over year round, um, Rowan is now being fried alive. And then yeah. a menorah falls on top of the horrible beast. Oh shit. Okay. You gotta, you get, there's, there's, there's gotta be some kind of contest here. We gotta, we, we can't sure. just, uh, okay. So you said earlier you were going to give me a plus four. Yep. I was going to give you a plus four to your flashy. Yeah. So, uh, I rolled a two. Okay. Uh, and my flashy is plus three. Oh, so nine. So that's a nine. That's a nine. The same as the number of candles on the menorah, of which it, two now only burn. It is fated. It is fated. Um, Jackie, that, that Tony, was a, anything you want to toss in there? That was a brilliant there? pun. Fuck you. Oh, it was fated. Yep. Good job, buddy. Good job. You feel good about that one? I do. No, what, how about how about we grind this action to a halt and talk about Dylan's pun for a second? So, Dylan, how much do you feel like this game is still fate that we play? Let's talk uh, about this. Never mind. It doesn't matter. Okay. No, you didn't appreciate my joke when it was funny, and now no, you just want to. Actually, no, I actually felt really bad about not getting it because it was very funny. You're a funny guy, Dylan. No. I intend. No, you a really are. A fucking menorah fell on the goddamn Hanukkah. <laughs> um, Fiona, Rowan, is there anything that you guys want to want to toss in or or help your buddy out here contribute to the holiday the spirit of? Way. I got one. What's up? Ah, I'm being burned in hot oil. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Um, Okay. As Fiona bones out of there directly. Um, Solomon completes the final letter in the versicle surrounding the menorah-centric magical array, completing a work of great and eldritch thaumaturgy, drawing a connection between the symbolic menorah on the floor and the actual Enorma menorah hanging feet above with a mighty force of will and just a little bit of razzle-dazzle. The final syllable escapes his lips. A rush of energy fills the room as he, I'm presuming, tapped into the power of the collected faith of the Jewish vampires to augment the entire process. Of course. Knowing their their love of showmanship. Yeah, and their love of giant menorahs. Exactly. It's it's two great things that go great together. You got your giant menorah in my showmanship. (laughs) You got your showmanship in my giant menorah. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, bringing it down, its enormous base crashing down upon the beast's frail form. Rowan, crispy and searing and smelling honestly pretty good. Uh, it's It's been a long night, and, it, you know, I mean, who doesn't love a potato pancake in the dead of night? I know I do. Um, is thrown clear, the Hanukabra's claw, like a twisted hand of glory, still clutching at his, at his collar. Um, Fiona, I assume, is just standing by, laughing. (laughs) (laughs) And Johnny Vampire, um, writes himself somewhat dizzily and says, Is that it? Did we, did did I kill the Hanukabra? I mean, you tell me, buddy. 
I killed the Hanukabra! And then he does this, the, the entire audience of, uh, of, of, of Jewish Draculas just shouts en masse, <laughs> Baruch! Johnny Vampire! Blah! It's the longest blah any of you have ever heard. It's, it's amazing. It's a, it's a blah for the ages. Now lift and, me up on a chair! And, yep, Havanagila starts playing. Absolutely. As, as the crowd, like, after, left, after a foot the ball game that has gone particularly well, the Draculas take to the arena to celebrate the destruction of their greatest ancient foe, Lift Johnny Vampire, upon an extremely comfortable chair, sing Havanagila, and revel in the fact that all of you have saved Hanukkah. The end. Yay! Woo-hoo! We did it! Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, everyone, for the semi-automagic crew saves Jewish Christmas. <laughs> really... um, ordinarily, I'd be worried about what I'm going to hear on Twitter, but honestly, I think a lot of what we're hearing on Twitter these days would be pretty okay with what we've been saying. <laughs> Twitter's oh, full boy. of Nazis. Yeah, Twitter. Yeah. yeah. You know what's um, Nazis? The Nazi party. <laughs> yeah, that that would follow. You know what's also full of no- you know what's also full of Nazis? My shoelaces. Uh. You know what's also full of Nazis is uh the, the blind American community. Government. Oh, oh and Trump's cabinet picks. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, this is that thing I'm talking about where we go we keep going for like five minutes. <laughs> I said the blind community. Uh, and I thought that was oh, funny. Uh, yeah, I asked it blind. Well done. Well done, <laughs> Dylan. Yeah. yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for a very semi-automagic ink Chris Mohana Kwanzaa Candle Nights December Ween extravaganza where we saved Jewish Christmas and taught Johnny Vampire the true meaning of Arbor Day. Um, we'll see you all next time. We love you all to death. Find us on the Twitter sphere and face the book. And I think we've we've got a tumble monster going on. I'm not quite sure. Uh, um, I haven't uh, updated it in a while, but it is there, and I will be getting back on that. There you go. And you can email us at semiautomagicpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your questions, um, your comments. <laughs> I I regret that immediately about this episode. Um, But thank you all for joining us for this. And thank you all for your patience with our release schedule. Turns out we're grownups. And that's not always conducive to sitting down and playing games with your friends for like two hours. Yeah. Um, In any event, with with a a sincere message of holiday hope and love, um, we hope that you guys all have a great whatever it is you're celebrating. We hope that you do it with people you love. Be safe, drink and eat delicious things, and just be grateful for one another. Hold each other close and uh, stare out the window into the cold. Bye, all our buddies. And what? Laugh at all the people stuck outside. Bye. Bye, our buddies. <laughs>